one day we're going to get around to changing it, but not today. <laughs> not not today. Now it's pretty I, perfect for this podcast. It, it really it really is. You want to know why? Because I again, I, I feel like, um, and we'll talk a lot about Tony's move. But again, Tony not in the Beat Lab, and Jeremy, you also not in the Beat Lab. Yeah, I'm not feeling too well. I've got uh, my. I thought my son had an ear infection because uh, he didn't test for anything else. But uh, I'm sick now too, so I'm pretty sure I've got whatever he's got. I'm very excited about that. I did want to pass it around your house, Don. I was being very nice, so I decided to stay home today. All right, uh, to thanks. Support the show, uh, but I do have a question because I was doing this before I decided to get super sick. Um, you know, since we did our Savage Race, I have probably not done any exercise. And when I say probably, I mean I definitely have done zero exercise. But I have decided that it's a good idea to do all the sh the shopping trips uh, so that I can grab myself a snack. But the snacks are growing out of control. <laughs> uh, so today I went to Wegmans to pick up some uh, some cold medicine. And and uh, and some like Clorox wipes, and I also bought uh, twelve wings that I ate in the car before I got home. I think I've developed a problem. <laughs> I am. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't like to snack in the grocery store, um, but I do find myself like grabbing everything that I possibly can when my wife's not with me. Just things that I would want to eat, like steakums. You know what I mean? Like just like really weird snack things. I don't want to take them home. That's why I have to be in the car and throw them out in the trash at a gas station. <laughs> we want winners here. You smell like a winner! From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe. That's right! <laughs> we can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we'd better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another week, another episode of Radio for Winners. Jeremy, Tony, and Don. Uh, Jeremy, <laughs> one quick thing on that. With Wegmans, when you get the wings, because the thing I find about the grocery store wings is they never live up to my expectations. I'll get them from Giant, and then about after two, I'm like, I, these are disgusting. So uh, is Wegmans better? Now that I'll be officially in your neighborhood, uh, is Wegmans better? So it is better than Giant. Giant's wings are terrible, and so are Safeway's wings. All those wings are gross, but the, the uh, Wegmans wings are not bad, except they have smoked wings that are incredible, and I can eat uh, easily 12 smoked wings in my car <laughs> on the way home from Wegmans. I do like going to the Wegmans, um, and uh, they're, the sushi, I mean, just everything that they have is like right there, but I just can't imagine myself just going around the grocery store eating those things. Well, like, like I said, I didn't eat it in the store that would be weird i i ate it in a moving vehicle uh, <laughs> <laughs> i just like to i like to picture my jeremy um i'm going through a grocery store eating wings pushing a cart and with nothing but like lucky charms in the cart how do you like to picture your jeremy tony <laughs> i picture uh jeremy uh being very angry uh kind of like uh getting angry and like huffing and puffing if there's anybody else in the aisle uh, and then just uh, eating uh, smoked smoked uh, <laughs> chicken wings while in the grocery store. Speaking of smoking things and smoking meats, Jeremy, how how many how many meats have you smoked recently? Uh, I mean, since last recording, which was a week ago, I have not used my smoker at all. I used it a lot right before Thanksgiving, uh, and then I used it a bunch on Thanksgiving, and I have not used it since. But I am home this whole weekend, 
So assuming I do not start vomiting, I'm going to make some sort of pulled pork. I believe that this is we are going to see this um, this smoker is going to be put into like a corner of the basement somewhere and just to be forgotten where nobody sees it ever again until like 10 years from now. Jeremy goes, oh, crap, I forgot I had that smoker. And he pulls it out and, and uses it again. Now, Don, it's only been a week. And I did use it a lot before that week of non-use. So I'm going to definitely use the smoker again very soon. That's your M.O. That's your M.O. It's not like the uh, the wagon in the Beat Lab that's been there for one use a year uh, that is now out of the Beat Lab unless it's in, again, since last time. Now, you haven't been to the Beat Lab um, today, that's, but that's, the Beat Lab has been cleaned out just a little bit, just to let you know. I was very excited, <laughs> I was excited I to show it to you. <laughs> all I see is like on Skype is a bunch of beer bottles. Now so that, I don't know where Don's cleaned, that but area it's clearly is, not like half of the Beat Lab is still exactly how it's always that been. That area has not been cleaned, but it's getting there. Now... The it, wait, Don, is the pool table still full of wood shavings? Okay, so I cleaned another part of the beat lab that, <laughs> that, yeah, that, I cleaned another part. The part, yeah, no, there's, only part is clean, but not the whole is, thing. It's is getting the NASCAR there. hood still in the Okay, beat that lab. is still, that's still there. What about the external heat lamps? Okay, they're still there, too. Okay. What about the huge pile of tissues? God damn it, they're still there, too. What the hell have I done in here? I swear to God I've cleaned. Jesus, everything that you just mentioned is still da- is still here. <laughs> um, anyway, you did mention that you're on Skype. Now, are you Skyping like are you sitting next to Jeremy because you know you had um, you had this past weekend you had the big celebratory move um, to uh, to Jeremy's neighborhood. Very exciting. You're you're now neighbors. You're living there on a regular basis. You know you've been there now a little bit of a week. Uh, are you Skyping next to him? I am still in Northern Virginia, <laughs> however. <laughs> He's the only person that I know that has bought a house and then refuses to move into it. I'll it's not really work on it. He didn't buy it so they could re- like rip the kitchen out and then move in later. No, it's ready to live in right now. Soon. Soon enough. Soon enough. I'll be uh, living uh, near Jeremy and uh, visiting the Beat Lab. Now, but, uh, not yet. Now, a majority of our show today is going to just be a recap of helping you move uh, right. because I, I helped Tony move on Friday. Jeremy does not know my experience with Tony on Friday, uh, but Jeremy, I'm assuming that you helped move on Saturday. I did. I did. And then I went back to help with something else uh, midweek for him. I have not, I did not help on Saturday. I have not talked to Jeremy about his experience on Saturday, but I'm very, and, uh, when Don says helped, he uses the term very loosely. I'm very excited to talk about my experience in helping Tony move. Now, Friday, Tony decides he's, it's, it's Friday. He needs, he's moving on Friday again to a place that it's not a priority for him to be into, but I, you know, I just understood it that he really needed to get this stuff done on Friday. So I had my, look, my wife had some things to do at my kid's school. I let him know that ahead of time. And I told him that I was not going to be able to leave my house until somewhere around three o'clock. Yes, but I already had everything booked before then. And also, before I knew that, I thought you would be available earlier. Well, so. so Tony, I'm assuming, has a gaggle of friends that are just all going to be there lined up, ready to go to help him help him move this stuff. Now, he tells me that I'm getting the truck and I'm not going to be there until three or so. So, you know, whenever you get here, it's fine. Now, I have to drive all the way from Severna Park down to essentially Tyson's Corner. Yes. I have to do that on a Friday afternoon <laughs> at 3 o'clock. Now, I'm going to be honest, Don, if you don't live in this area, and with our massive number of listeners, I'm sure that everyone lives out of the area, 
Um, that's the worst possible time to make that drive. Though. Now, that is a, without any traffic, that is a 45-minute drive. Now, I've done that reverse drive myself uh, from Tyson's to uh, Arnold, which is right near Serena Park, and it took me on a Friday about two and a half hours. I got there at 5.30. <laughs> so it took you two and a half hours. I decided to take my son with me for the ride. Two oh. and a half hours later, we arrive at the storage unit. I get a call from Tony as I'm entering the keypad button code to get into the storage facility. I am angry. I am livid that I have just sat in traffic for two and a half hours. I pull up to essentially the storage locker to see Tony getting off of the truck. Jeremy, Tony says to me, I just need help with one more dresser. I've gotten everything already onto the truck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you were, it took two and a half hours. I was, I was, <laughs> I assumed that his friends were upstairs helping him to move the dresser down and that he was just letting me know that there was no need. Now there was nobody else helping him to load the truck. Now I give him credit. He loaded the truck all by himself, but don't you think maybe halfway through he could have called me and said, Hey, just forget about it. Like no, no need. <laughs> well, I still needed your help. And plus, if it was halfway through, you would have been stuck in traffic for like over an hour. So, <laughs> Tony says, I need help just with this dresser. So, I go up to the third floor, help him with this dresser. We put it on the truck. And I'm like, I don't know what to do now. Like, do I go home? It's now 530. I'm in Tyson's Corner. It's going to at least be another two hours before I get home if I go back. <laughs> So Tony says to me, Jeremy, he says, hey, I've got a, I got a few more things over at my father-in-law's house. Can you come over there and help me with those? Now, he gives me the address, and I put it in my, I put it in my, um, I use Waze. So I put it in Waze. Waze says it's 2.6 miles away. Hold on, hold on. Before we continue the story, everyone listening, Make sure you get yourself some popcorn or drink. Don has got a driving story for you. <laughs> 2.6 miles. How many minutes do you think it said until we arrived? 25 minutes. 40 minutes. <laughs> 2.6 yeah. miles, Tyson's Corner, 40 minutes, right? So I am in my car. I start following Tony. Tony immediately makes a right-hand turn out of this out of this place and tries to do a U-turn in the middle of an intersection. Now that was maybe one of the biggest disasters that I've ever seen. <laughs> I, my now my navigation is telling me, well, there's no need to make a U-turn; just go straight right here. Okay, I'm deciding to follow Tony because he knows his way around here better than I do. He he knows where he's going. Uh, my navigation adjusted itself six different times to go different routes that Tony... I don't know where Tony was going. Finally, I got lost and separated from Tony at a traffic light, so I didn't see him. He called me to tell me, hey, are you okay? Do you need me to stop? I said, no, I'm just going to follow what my navigation says. Who do you think arrived at his house first? Well, I don't know where he was going. He may have stopped to get some sort of meal or a snack. So it, you probably got there first. I got there 15 minutes earlier than Tony did. <laughs> well, that's because I wasn't using navigation at that point. I decided to take a route that I knew. Uh, and I was, you know, I wasn't going to... Uh, it was <laughs> 6 p.m. in the worst traffic... Uh, one of the worst traffic spots in the nation. So I just wanted to go a route that I know is going to take me where I need to go. I pull onto the street where Tony, Tony is living, and 
I immediately like grab the steering wheel as hard as I possibly can because I realize that there are t- essentially two huge cliffs on either side of the road. The road has been dug up. It is a gravel road. The 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 manhole covers are sticking four feet out of the ground with cones around them. It is a literal death trap, and he did not let me know that going into the situation. <laughs> there was there's a construction zone uh, going on. They're doing some repaving. And uh, I didn't think that Dom was going to beat me to the house. So, you know, it's you not my fault. Anyway, you didn't tell me you were almost done moving. You didn't, you didn't tell him anything no. that been useful. I get to the house. I am <laughs> sitting on the side of the house. Tony somehow pulls the truck up and just, just sits it on the side of the road and gets out of the truck. He then comes up, Jeremy, to my window. And he says, hey. I got to put the truck in that small driveway right there. I, I don't think I can do it. Can you, can you back it in for me? I really need some help. <laughs> there was, he didn't need you to help load anything in the truck. He just wanted you to help him park it, and he's going to ask you to go home. I drove at this point in time three hours and 15 minutes to essentially back a U-Haul truck up into a tiny driveway. In my defense, that was a tight fit. There was like... There was construction cones all over the place. And Saturday morning, uh, there was nobody around, and Jeremy can uh, bear witness here. I, I had to back that truck up myself because there was nobody else to do it, unless by asking the neighbor, which I might have done. There is a there is a orange barrel sticking out in the middle of the road. Tony hit the orange barrel. Um, I, I drove three hours, 15 minutes to back a truck into a driveway. Now, I, I, I then I feel bad because I'm like, uh, you know, do do you what do you what else do you need move moving here? So there is a mirror attached to the wall that Tony's like, hey, just be real careful. This mirror doesn't go, but it's attached. Well, before I can even touch anything, Tony has now ripped the dresser away from the wall and doesn't realize that the mirror is attached to the dresser as well. So he almost just shatters this mirror. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's not my uh, we <laughs> we load one dresser. And then there was like another dresser of some sort upstairs. I loaded those two things, and that's it. I loaded three dressers in total, three hours, 15 minutes, three dressers, one truck into a driveway. Yeah, I loaded the entire truck in those uh, three hours. So uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> That's not going to get him to help you again. That's going to get him to kill you next time he sees you. Now, <laughs> it, it was very polite of Tony to offer pizza. He's like, I, I, I ordered some pizza. Hey, come on over, have some pizza. You're hungry, you want some pizza. Now, do you think the pizza was there when I got there? Well, no, of course do, not. Do you think the pizza was there when I left? Nope. The pizza was conveniently there as I was walking <laughs> to my car. <laughs> <laughs> it's rush hour in D.C. What do you expect? Hey, do you want a quick pizza pizza? My son is in the car wondering what state we're in. He thinks that we drove to North Carolina. <laughs> he, he was playing with the iPad the entire time. He goes, wait a minute, where are we? What state, what state are we in? Um, minutes I, away. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had a piece of pizza in my car. I drove, drove home, and um, I literally didn't get home until 9 o'clock. So that is my moving <laughs> experience with Tony. I am, I am very, very anxious. To, um, to help any one of you move again in the future. Uh, based off of my calculations, I have now helped Jeremy move. Tony, I have helped. This is now the second time I've helped you move. Yes. I am now done helping any of you move. <laughs> Good choice. Um, 
Uh, I'm, I'm not moving anytime soon, although they did. Uh, they are going to break ground in that high school in my area uh, next year, so I'm going to sell this house and move to Alaska, but I will not need help for that. <laughs> um, I will not need help because I will not tell anyone where I'm headed. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, Saturday I went to Tony's house, and uh, it was the smoothest move I've ever been a part of, I want to be honest. Tony had <laughs> the truck loaded up. It was already ready. Uh, since the house was, was empty, it was easy to load stuff in. Uh, the only problem we ran into was, uh, was a, a box spring. We couldn't get up the stairs, so I had to come back later in the week with a drill. Uh, but it was pleasant. We, were, we got done about, about an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Very quick move. Why do I feel like roles have changed here? Why is it, Usually I was the one that was called with the power drill, and you were the one that just kind of st- stood on the side complaining that you drove three hours somewhere to help somebody move. I didn't get the bring your power drill and call to come you, over. Uh, Jeremy, uh, we came over for lunch. Uh, that taught me to take the door off the hinge. Smoothest uh, job I've ever seen. Took him two minutes. Uh, we put the bed right up, uh, the bed spring. Uh, it was the, it was <laughs> it was the smoothest transaction I've ever encountered. It now, was to bring my son, but it was it was still fast. It worked out just fine. Now was was any ra- were any railings ripped off of walls or in like stairwells? In fact, I didn't even hit, I didn't even break uh, damage any of the drywall. We were very careful. Wow. Now I did have an awkward encounter with a <laughs> with a neighbor. I don't know why I did this. And afterwards, I was like, why did I do this? But. Uh, uh, there's a neighbor standing outside, and uh, he goes like, oh, he actually went to Jeremy first. He's like, are you uh, moving in here? And then uh, Jeremy pointed to me. And <laughs> so for some reason in my head. Did Jeremy uh, say anything to this person or just point uh, to said, you? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not moving in. This this guy is. And I, I could just totally envision you just pointing and <laughs> not saying uh, a thing. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. This is the man you want to talk to. <laughs> so you think I could like say something like, you know, I'm actually originally from uh, Maryland. I moved back uh, a short time ago. Look, really like the neighborhood. I uh, like the fact that there's uh, the schools right down a quarter block away uh, when you know when it's time for uh, the kid to go to school. Uh, I just love uh, you know I like the area. There's a lot to do. No, what do I say? I immediately revert back to my 20 year old self. I'm like, oh, we're very quiet. Uh, we're, we're what? Very quiet. I just I kept telling him how quiet we were. Yeah. So, we're so quiet. A murderer would say, <laughs> "Oh, we're very quiet. We're very quiet people. We keep to ourselves. Don't don't say hello when you see us." Strange noises. Call police. Strange noises. <laughs> I don't know why I had, I kept saying that, but that's all I could muster up is how quiet we were. Hey, hon, the new neighbor moved in. They're real quiet. Great parties. You're like, oh, we're very quiet. Very quiet people. All right. Jeez, Louise. So I, I did have a situation where I would try, try, uh, try to return the truck that I had rented. Um, I, don't, I don't like driving trucks in, in D.C., Northern Virginia. I just don't. Do you know how to drive a big vehicle? Because I didn't see you jumping up to drive the RV when we went to the NASCAR race. No, I mean, I know how to. I just get uh, I get very nervous that I'm going hit to <laughs> hit somebody. Now, the next, uh, the next drive for us next year is to Bristol, Tennessee. I will not be driving the RV. Will you be riding in the RV? I'll ride in the RV, yeah, sure. Okay, all right. So I'm returning the truck. I didn't want to stop and get gas. I just wanted to be done with it. I somehow managed to get back into uh, the area. It was in Arlington where I'm dropping off a truck. And if you don't know that area, uh, it's basically like like a city. I mean, it's very hard to... uh, The roads are narrow. It's just a lot of traffic. It's just a lot going on. Uh, And I, (laughs) I just wanted to get out of the truck and be done with it. Uh, and I didn't want to fill it with, you know how, like, when you rent a truck, they're like, oh, you have to get, you have to return it with a full tank of gas. Right. And I didn't feel like doing that. I'm like, well, gas is like $1.50. I'll just, I'll just let them charge me 50 bucks or whatever. Uh, so I get back there, and I'm like, ah, yeah, I didn't get a chance to uh, get gas. I, I don't have the time. I, <laughs> I have to catch a 
<laughs> I have to catch a flight. <laughs> what? That's what I told them. We're real uh, quiet, and I have to catch a flight. <laughs> like, it was this guy who just moved, and suddenly he has a flight the same day. <laughs> I got a lot of business to take care of. I do a lot of flight for business. And I didn't have any luggage on me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need luggage, and I'm wearing like sweatpants. Are like sweatpants are all dirty <laughs> from moving. Uh, <laughs> so real quiet. Got a flight. <laughs> they they had to know that I was completely making that up, and I but I just couldn't tell them the truth. Like, hey, I don't think doing it. <laughs> I, I had I don't know why I felt like I had to tell them. No, I gotta I gotta catch a flight. I'm late. I'm late as it is. I'm late as it is. <laughs> so late. I've got a competitive eating championship. <laughs> so, so my wife was going to pick me up. Uh, and instead of having her meet me outside of the car rental place, I, because she was uh, gonna be a little bit delayed, I, I, I like basically, ran away. <laughs> basically ran away from the car rental place. He took an Uber to the airport so that he <laughs> I, could prove that I, he was... They tracked you. <laughs> and I went like two blocks away and made her pick me up in front of like a pizza place. What did she? What did she? Does Does your wife think that you are the biggest asshole in the world? <laughs> she is like, why didn't you just tell them you didn't feel like filling it up? <laughs> why They're did you charge the way? They don't care what your reason is. They're still going to charge you. So you're like, yeah, I feel like paying. I'm lazy. Good day. Hey, hey, I just feel like not getting the truck filled with gas. Just charge me. Simply, simply put, that's that's all you had to do. And they were like really, uh, they were like really harping. And they're like, "Well, the gas station is just a mile down the road. Just go and get it." And you don't want to. <laughs> they're like, they kept telling me how expensive it was. Like, oh no, if you don't fill it up, they're going to charge you. It's very, very. I got charged like an extra twenty bucks. <laughs> well, right, but you wouldn't have had to pay twenty bucks in gas. I mean, they just don't want to go and get gas themselves. They just want it full. Yeah. But oh man, I, I, I came to help you because I had to help uh, today. I'm uh, first off, I started feeling sick today. I I don't know if you guys get sick. Uh, I'm sure everyone kind of gets sick the same way, but like I'll feel a little sick, and then it's like hour by hour it gets worse and worse. Till six hours later, I'm literally just like crawling on the floor. So this uh, yesterday, I agreed to help uh, Lynn's uncle clean out her other uncle's house who passed away months ago. So it's just been sitting vacant <laughs> for months, uh, and he wanted to go in because they have a, a professional crew coming to basically gut everything and clean it out tomorrow. So he wanted to come and get things because he hasn't gotten anything from there. He's like, oh, I need to get these pictures, and there's these musical instruments and all this other stuff. So. I was like, yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll go help out with that. So this morning I get up and I start feeling sick and awful, but he's already at the house. He needs someone to come help him load this truck up because he says he has all this stuff he wants to move. So I, I drive over there. I leave work early uh, to do it. I get all these calls on the way there because all this stuff goes wrong at the office, which is guaranteed to happen. Um, but I get to his house and he's just staring at a box of photographs and he has them all laid out. Like he's just looking at all these different photographs and he's like, hey, this is my dad. I'm like, okay. And he's just looking through the photographs one at a time. Meanwhile, the house is full. It's like a hoarder house. <laughs> <laughs> one box six photos out in front of him. And I'm like, oh, no. Is he going to pretend to go through all these boxes while I'm standing here? And we're going to like be here all night to load up three boxes. And then he's still not getting anything done. So I was like, well, what is it you're looking to move today? And he's like, well, uh, you know, I was going to move this, these PAs and stuff. Like he had all these musical equipment that he was like, you can have some of this if you help me move it. That's not why I was doing it. But I was like, if you don't want to throw it out, I'll take it. Uh, apparently someone broke in and stole it all last night. Oh, come on. Oh, oh man. Uh, I'm willing to put money down that he actually just sold it and didn't want to tell me that. Uh, but that's fine. I don't care necessarily. <laughs> um, but, but so I help him, you know, I'm, I'm helping him clean stuff out and I'm moving furniture around and, you know, uh, 
Lynn actually, my wife actually wanted this piano from there, so we did get the piano. Uh, I guess that was worth it by itself. But anyway, so I'm there for five hours today. The house reeks of mold and uh, essentially just a man who slowly died in the house. So it, it just smells terrible. And I'm like, oh, my God, I, I'm coughing. I feel worse because I'm sick anyway. All he ended up taking was a suitcase that had photographs in it and eight boxes of records <laughs> worth probably a dollar a piece. <laughs> he left musical instruments there. He left... Uh, I mean, things that I was like, you could sell this furniture on Craigslist, 50 bucks a pop. I mean, it's at least something. He's like, no, nah, I don't have time for that. So <laughs> he needed help to carry out. I mean, literally not, not giant, like long boxes. These are, you know, regular like paper boxes full of records. I'm like, come on, this is ridiculous. Now, did, you, did you go back through like books and stuff like that to look for like $20 bills and $100 bills and stuff like There's that? no chance anything else was in that house. The house really should have just been burned to the ground. But I didn't mind helping stuff out. Uh, but it was still just... Uh, I do have a piano now that also smells like... Uh, what kind of a piano are we talking? Uh, it's an old piano. It's an old like player piano, but the player part's been reviewed, so it was 800 pounds. It was miserable. Uh, How did you move that? Uh, we ended up paying someone to move it for us. Oh. Uh, it was cheaper than it would have been for me to rent a truck and find friends. So now, I don't have any friends. So now, You're not going to help me move anymore. I am not helping you move. I, um, <laughs> I, now, you have a player piano in your house? But the player part doesn't work, so it's just a piano. It's a big giant piano in my basement. I would really. Uh, so there's one more thing in my basement that it's not mine, as my basement slowly goes away from me and becomes everyone else's basement. I would really love to Wait, see. So you can't play the piano? No, no, it plays. The player piano is the kind where it's like you see them in like Western movies where it just like has a piece of paper that it's rolls. Just, music. It's playing old time Western music. Like I can play poker in my basement, have that playing the whole time, It'd be amazing. <laughs> but no, the player part has been removed. So it's just a piano, but it's okay. super heavy because it has all the parts where the players should have been. It's like the lurch guy down at the boardwalk where you shoot the little laser rifle at him and he starts playing like... Doo -doo 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 -doo. Exactly, but the player doesn't work. So now it's just me doing that with my mouth because I can't play piano. <laughs> <laughs> now, so now your basement smells like old man? Yep, smells like old man and 60 years of smoking. Very wow. excited about this. <laughs> wow. And also, I'm willing to bet right now that if we check on, on this piano a year from now, my wife will have touched it three times. <laughs> also, my penis. So these works. <laughs> well, at least something's getting touched in that house. <laughs> well, you know, guys, we've talked a lot about Tony's move, but that still leaves us with our segment we do every week on Radio for Runners. Radio for Winners. And the news! That's right, Radio for Winners and the news. I take over here where Jeremy left off because Jeremy's out here in the Beat Lab, which means he can't hear what's being played through Skype, so I have to pick up the loose ends. I do appreciate it, Don. And you know what? After this week, when Tony's back up here, uh, we'll stop Skyping from his basement. We'll do it over at your house again. That'll right. be nice. You're going to Skype from my basement so that I can stay inside my house? Yeah, yeah. We'll be in your basement. It's fine. All right, very good. Although I did hear there's a snake down there, so I perhaps will not go back. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, it is the Christmas season. I don't know if you've taken your kids to see Santa. Uh, you have kids that are young enough for that. I don't know if you bothered, Tony, because your kid is so young. But we took ours last weekend. Uh, it was a great time. We were there for an hour and a half, uh, but we did get our Santa Claus photograph, and they told them what they wanted. It was very exciting. Um, so in North Carolina, another family did the same thing, uh, and the son went to go tell Santa Claus what he wanted. And uh, Santa Claus leaned in, and he said, well, you should lay off the hamburgers and the french fries. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, that's right. That's why I feel like you play a little fat snacks with that, right? <laughs> Jingle bells behind that make it work. <laughs> yeah, so the, the family, you know, complained to the mall, and the Santa has been removed from being in the mall Santa at that mall. Um, now, Mike, I don't know if you looked at the pictures from the story. How old do you think this kid was? 
Like, how, how old do you stop going to see Santa? I don't. I didn't see the pictures. Well, how, how old do you stop? I, I, I would say you probably stop at uh, 17. Well, now, yeah. did the kid go by himself? Was he the oh, only he had his family si- with him? He had what? his family with him. Oh, how, how old are the siblings? Sisters. I don't, they didn't say if they had any. Yeah, so I mean, like you know, my oldest is nine, and but I mean, she goes to see Santa because she, I think, she still believes, or she just doesn't want to tell us There's otherwise. No chance that's true. Well, she at least doesn't tell us, and which Tony is Tony came over two years ago and told everyone that Santa didn't. <laughs> that's true that he did. <laughs> Santa's not real, kids. I would say nine is still safe. Then you have to stop after nine. But I mean, she goes because she's got younger siblings that go. Well, he, he was nine. I thought that was a little too old, especially if you don't have siblings, because the story didn't mention any siblings. Uh, he also is. Uh, a little hefty. Probably could lay off those hamburgers and French fries. Now you you have two boys. You're going to you're going to you're gonna you know rob them of their childhood by saying that nine is too old to sit on Santa's lap. Well, first off, Don, let's be totally honest here. I've already robbed them of their childhood. <laughs> I'm a horrible parent, and they're going to regret everything. But I am going to let them keep doing Santa Claus, uh, probably for another couple years. But then I'm going to tell them the truth. I'm going to let them know what's what's true. Uh, I'm starting this year. Actually, we bought some. We've got several gifts, and the nicest gifts are coming from us, and Santa Claus is giving them one thing. That's it. <laughs> Mom and Dad give the rest. What do you, I, I, I really need to talk to you about gaming systems because Santa needs to buy a, 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 a portable gaming system for, for, for himself. For one of my kids, no. Well, we can talk about that anytime you'd like, or you can listen to the next episode of Retrovaniacs, which will be all about Tomba for the PlayStation. Oh, wow. Look at that. Be. I like to promote my own show that no one listens to. Very Is that on the uh, Sewer Hogan Podcast Network? And it should be. I think I know the guys who run it. There's a new <laughs> show on the Sewer Hogan Podcast Network. Have you heard oh, it? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Sewer Hogan I like the one that had the uh, wrestling music before it better, but uh, I still like your theme, Sewer Hogan. Thank For you. For some reason, that idea was much funnier in my head Chances are I've ruined everything. Well, I that's... think it's just supposed to start out saying, I am Sewer Hogan. Uh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Don't, don't recreate this. Move on. We'll go to the next news story. Since I have to pick up the slack, I don't even know what the next new story is. So this is just an opportunity for me to continue to talk. Talk, 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 because Jeremy's not here again. Oh, the smoothest news intros yet. Don, I'm going to ask this to you because you're always on top of pop culture and current events. What is the mannequin challenge? Uh, That is when um, everyone um, just, uh, they freeze in place. And some asshole goes around and takes, like, video of everybody from every different angle of everybody just freezing in place. Correct. I'm surprised you know what that was. I thought four years from now you'd bring it up as a YouTube clip of the week. I'm very <laughs> excited that you knew what this was. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. It made the story go much smoother as well. I don't have to explain it now. Uh, well, you know, everyone's doing it. It's the biggest thing ever uh, of the week. And so, you know, sometimes people might do that challenge in inappropriate places. And then you might get in a little bit of trouble. Well, in Huntsville, Alabama, uh, a bunch of early 20s, late teens, decided it was a good idea to do it all with handguns. So they came out as if they were going to have a giant shootout, and then they mannequin challenged. Someone ran around or whatever. Well, the police, this got huge, so the police didn't see it and wondered, wait a minute, why do they have so many handguns? (laughs) So they raided the house. They've been selling marijuana out of the house. (laughs) Many arrests occurring. So again, stupid people, please stop filming yourself doing things you shouldn't be doing. 
If you're trying to hide something, you clearly shouldn't be doing. God, I love the mannequin challenge even more now. I think we should go back and really investigate anybody who's done the mannequin challenge and look at what's going on in like their house behind them. I mean, I, I don't. We should just do the mannequin challenge for us. That's what we need to do. Uh, just a two-hour video of the Beat Lab, us standing totally still. We'd get more listeners uh, if we did that. I'll post that show. It'll just be. It'll be. It'll be silence. Silence. Just the intro and silence for thirty minutes. Best episode ever. <laughs> it will be our highest-rated episode. All right. So well, we have one more. One more story, and let's call it a night, Don. All right. Here. Here we go. Uh, okay. Hey, did you ever get into a fight in high school? Just get into a fight in general. Did you ever say to yourself, man, you know what I really want to do is hit that person with a, with a piece of fish? Well, if you did, this next story is for you. That was very smooth, Don. Thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> in Saugus, Massachusetts. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong because I don't live there. Uh, Saugus. do impersonations, so you're not going to hear me attempt it. But, uh, so it was during a school committee meeting. Not even a school meeting. Uh, these gentlemen are 67 and 73, uh, and they basically started discussing <coughs> violently uh, a situation going on at the school until the 67-year-old man ran over and hit the 73-year-old man with a bag of frozen fish patties <laughs> over again uh, until the police showed up, and then they both said that the other person started the fight, although I don't know how you prove that when one person is holding a giant bag of frozen fish and the other is being hit with it. But It sounds like a bad vaudeville act. It is, it is not. Uh, this is a true story, according to our news sources. Yahoo and Fark. Bring me back the filet of fish. Oh, <laughs> timely. Timely. <laughs> oh, sad Christmas song music. Well, when you hit somebody in the in the face with a sea bass. Probably. Yeah, fish patties are sea bass stuff. Well, what is a fish patty made out of? White fish. Mixed fish bits. Fish bits. Hey, do you guys have any sad Christmas stories? Because I was thinking we could do a, a sad Christmas show. I feel like I've got one coming up. I feel like I got one coming up this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually excited about the concept, the uh, prospect of a sad Christmas story because I think all of Tony's Christmases could fit as sad Christmas stories. <laughs> Pretty much. We, I th- we have not, haven't we done a sad Christmas? We did a sad Christmas song episode, didn't we? Uh, we did un- unliked Christmas songs, and we've done favorite Christmas songs. I don't know if we did sad Christmas songs. I thought we did that one Christmas song that Tony cries at every year, right? Isn't it like the... Don't you cry at one of the Christmas songs? The Christmas shoes, right? <laughs> don't you cry Me, at Christmas I cry at Christmas shoes. shoes. That's, oh, that's a sad song. That's right. <laughs> See, a little place to buy shoes for his mom before she died and sees Jesus. It's very sad. Don't <laughs> 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 make that song sadder if a little kid sang it. Thankfully, he does not. That would do it. I would, I would just burst into tears right now. God, just... I'm getting one of my kids to record Christmas shoes this week. Oh, boy. Oh, man. We can do a sad Christmas song episode. Yeah, my favorite is Christmas shoes. Or at least a sad Christmas stories episode Because that's probably the stuff people want to hear anyway Our depressing Christmas I don't know if I have any sad Christmas stories Well make one up Tom Like I said Talk to me after this Christmas (laughs) I have a few I have a few stories I could definitely That's a shocker (laughs) I feel like you got I have an epic breakup story That I don't think I've ever told on the podcast was this it happened around Christmas time. Was it with the pirate that you dated for a while? No, no, it was well before then. This was high school. Oh my god. 
All right, well, tune in next next week for your sad Christmas songs and sad <laughs> Christmas stories. Why don't you share those with us? Share your your sad Christmas songs or your sad Christmas stories. Share it with us at rswshow at gmail. Yeah, <laughs> or send us a tweet. All right, see you next week. See you guys. Three, two, one, go. You can follow. You can. (laughs) Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners. Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners. Or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail. RFWshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people of Jimmy James Incorporated. (laughs) 